Hey, Chris, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, nice. This is Andrew. What's up, Andrew? Not much. Where are you right now? Um, I am in Northeast Maryland at my family's cottage. Oh, nice. Like a Easter, like a Easter yeah. break thing. Yeah, yeah. We're you know we're taking off the mask because we're all vaccinated. Nice. Um, so this is, yeah. Okay. Cool. So I, I figured I would call you uh, to let people know that there's not going to be a new episode this Sunday. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm. I'm sure we're all. I, I, I'm. I'm grieving with all the people who are who are sad that they don't have an Easter <laughs> an Easter episode from us. This is what I want to do though, because my cousin Justin called me, and I thought we had a yeah. somewhat interesting conversation about all the yeah, anti-Asian yeah. violence demonstrations. Yeah. So are you are you dropping that on? Are you dropping that on Sunday? Yeah, I think I will drop that on Sunday as kind of. Uh, uh, could hold people over. We do have an exciting announcement for when we do come back, though. Yes. Uh, you want to tell people? Um, yeah, the next episode we're doing is um, a Q&A episode, so um, this would be a good time to submit any any questions you have to Andrew, Bethany, and I, um, and maybe we'll answer them in our next episode. Yeah, so... You can send those to us at colorcorrectionpodcast.com or you can add us at Instagram at colorcorrectionpodcast. Um, and, you know, uh, this is exciting, right? We're also going to be in person. Yes, that's right. This is our first in person in over a, a year. Yeah, because we've all been vaccinated at this point. I almost cursed because I'm so excited about it. It's going to be weird because we've like adjusted to being online at this point. So I don't even know what it's going to yeah. feel like. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. We're just going to interrupt the bejesus out of each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and, it's going to, and it's going to create a new thing for you to figure out for editing. Yes. It'll, I'll, be, I'll have to figure that out again. But that's fine. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be good. I am too. I am too. No, like I... I, I'm glad people have stuck with us. I just I, I know there's something um, unique about the three of us in a room together that mm-hmm. is not something we can reproduce um, from our homes. Yeah, that's totally true. I'm looking forward to yeah. recapturing that energy. Well, <laughs> awesome. Um, enjoy your your getaway. That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, um, and I'm looking forward to the the talk you have with Justin. I, I like I love your I love your cousin talk, um, and this is and and like this is a really important thing to be talking about. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear more of the two of you on this. Yeah, for sure. And I appreciated you coming out to the uh, the the uh, the Chinatown vigil uh, last week. Yeah, that was that was um, it was really moving. I mean, I mm-hmm. I the groups that came together. I think they I think they did a good job. And and Man, what is it about Helen Gimm? That woman can project. She's I know. A, she's she's, good... she's so good. Yeah. I'm so glad yeah. she's in the city yeah. and doing her thing. And when, whenever she talks, she's immediately captivating. Yes. Coming yeah, dangerously. It, it was good to see you then. Yeah. It, it's going to be it's going to be super great to see you um on the mic face to face and like the 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 way that's like you know, historically normal, and in this moment, still a little strange. Yes. For now, we see through a glass darkly, but then we shall see face to face. Yes. 
right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Well, thanks for doing this, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, look forward to hearing from you and seeing you soon. Awesome. You too. Have a good night and a good uh, trip. All right. Bye. Thanks, Andrew. Bye. Incarceration dwells here And then we moving by the pack So we moving them And even if you don't Then you do cause you cool with them They be like I only went to school with them Hello Yo can you hear me Yeah Nice. What, pro- what program are you using I'm just routing the f- my phone the Google Voice phone through Audacity. Oh, okay, interesting. You still use Audacity? I mean, it's like free and quick, so yeah. Man, I remember we were recording music with Audacity back in like 2008. What were we what, what did I have? I don't know. What we were like music. You did like a cover of Mad World or something. Okay. I forgot what I asked you. Well, you're the one who called me, and then you started saying all this interesting stuff, so I was like, we should record this. Oh, okay. Okay. Let me think. Well, I wanted to talk about, like, the... I just want to get your thoughts and your feedback on how you're engaging with, like, a lot of the Asian API hate crimes, um, and, you know, I guess your perspective on it, and, like how you're generally feeling and reacting to it. I mean, I get... Wait, you, before we before we get into that, though, why couldn't this conversation wait? Like, I'm sitting here, like, in my, like, workout shorts because, like, you're like, I. this is the only time you can talk about this. Well, I feel like... I feel like I'm surrounded by it, you know, all the time, especially with, like, um, like, both my work and my girlfriend just kind of just in this space 24 7 actively like it's just hard to talk about but what is your but your work what do you work for what does your company do uh well okay it's a a, i I can't really say because it's like i'm trying i'm i don't want this associated with my company yeah i get it but it's like you're in entertainment though right yeah well i mean now now everybody knows can't even say that you like work in a media company that works with asian folks Okay, yeah, we can we can say that. We can okay. say that. I just I'm just trying to I'm just trying to because I don't want to misrepresent it. Because like once once you no, fold I get in, it. I know you don't speak like for your company. Where I, yeah, but once you fold in where I work, it become like a little bit more um I get I guess like careful with my words. Where like oh, I, I just want right. I, I well, prefer I don't want to that be like, to happen. Yeah, fine, fine, fine. So your your girlfriend is in that sphere, you're in that sphere, and because of that what, you're like tired of talking about this? Yeah, like it just—it's depressing. It's, it, it like weighs on my head. I start—I I have like ever since ever since the Atlanta shootings, I started getting these like really deep headaches in my head at night, and I just really? feel burnt out. Yeah, it's is that normal for you, up. or is that like a stress response? No, I think it's a stress response. It's just, I'm just like burnt out. It's like not only am I like super busy with work, but it's just like with everything that's going on. It's like how can I even fucking focus on? on work shit when I'm like just I'm just like burnt out that sucks by by people hating on Asian people mm-hmm. you know I mean I get so that's why this conversation couldn't wait until after I took a shower well 
You're, you're out of the shower now, right? Uh, n- <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm waiting for this conversation to end so I can go shower. But anyway, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to like, lose this chance to talk to you though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know what it is? It's like there's o- there's only really one person I want to talk to about this kind of stuff to get like a perspective that I'm actually genuinely curious about, and that's you, because it's like we've oh, thanks. Uh, we've grown up together. And, like, we've talked about all kinds of different things. And, like, I appreciate your level of perspective, you know. And, I like, I'm, I'm just curious. I'm like, how do, you, how, how do you engage with it? Because, like, you always are able to provide fresh perspective on things that are difficult to talk about okay. or think about. Like, such as, like, Christianity um, as well as, as race, you know. Oh, so that's something so that nice. I just, so, you know, that's why I wanted to chat with you and kind of get your thoughts on it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I when Atlanta j- first happened, I f- I just felt kind of numb to it, and my immediate response was of being unsure how to react because uh-huh. it's not like I didn't know that Asian hate crimes were on the rise. It's just that normally, I think the problem is people aren't used to, including me, weren't used to thinking of anti-Asian hate crimes as part of a systemic issue. At, a, at at one of the demonstrations last week, there was like a, there was a council person, like there were a bunch of different speakers, and one of the council per and there was a council person who stood up and basically told everybody like we just have to we have to stop bigotry, and if you see bigotry, tell them to stop, and that was like his big takeaway, which is really pathetic. It was like not inspiring, especially when like the person before him was was like going on about like protecting sex workers and like ending capitalism, like in the face of that, like. Stop being mean to people is kind of a lame response. Uh, yeah, it, it, you know, a lot in a lot of my conversations, it feels like it's not even people. It's, it's still like a lot of this Asian hate crime stuff because we live in a bubble and like social media is like feeding us. You know, and our, our like we have a lot of friends and family who are who are also Asian who are afflicted by this, and we're also sharing it. But like when I look at a lot of what my friends who are not a part of this world and how they react to it um it's it's for many many people i feel like it hasn't even registered on their radar they're like you know maybe like in their heads they're like oh yeah a couple asian people got beat up Mm -hmm. um but i I guess that's understandable because you know people are crazy and there's covid that kind of kind of sucks and i guess people are stupid but whatever you know life moves on moves on doesn't affect me and i'm gonna keep going right my immediate response yeah. in any case was like, I don't know how to deal with this because the language that I've had, because all of my organizing has been black-led organizing. Um, and it was only in the past week or so, it seems like all these Asian organizations are just popping out all over. Uh, and all of a sudden, Asians are hitting the streets, which has never happened before. And it's it feels super weird because like, I know all the chants for Black Lives Matter, but the chants for uh stop asian hate are like people are writing them as we go so it's 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 a weird time to be to be around here's my question okay here's my question what does getting out on the streets do like for asian americans in general because it's not like and 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 like i can be like totally uneducated here but like what does going out on the streets like do out i guess i guess what I'm asking is not what does going out on the streets do. I guess what I'm asking is like, what is the solution here? Because it's not just like it's, it's coming from everyone and everywhere. 
this there's there's definitely anti-Asian sentiments. But like, who are the people who are hurting Asian people? Are they people who are mentally unsound? Yeah, I think that's the wrong way to sound- think about it. That's the problem. If you think about who are the individuals that are hurting Asian people, it's that you're not going to solve the problem and you're not going to get the heart, to the heart of it. That's like that council person that was mm-hmm. just like, stop bigotry. Because that's the problem is mm-hmm. bigger than that. The problem is systemic. Like when we talk about black lives, we're used to thinking about it in, in, in a systemic way. You know what I mean? Like right. you, you get it wrong if you're like, who are the people that hate black people? That's not right. We're talking about a whole system. We're talking about the, the system of like the police or the prison industrial complex or the military industrial complex or capitalism as mm-hmm. a whole. Like we're talking about these systems that oppress people. Similarly, if all we take away from like stop Asian hate is like there are some people out there that are hitting Asian people, and those people need to stop. Like, you're missing the point. You're missing the whole system of Western imperialism and colonialism that goes back hundreds of years. The way that the West... Can you you educate me? Yeah, sure. Can you educate me a little bit about, like, I guess, like... What, Asian American history... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, let's think. Let's look at Atlanta, for instance. Just look at. Let's look at the basics of just this instance in Atlanta. Uh, sure. Where this person uh, killed eight people by targeting massage parlors in Atlanta, uh, and his excuse was it confirmed if the massage parlors were funds for prostitution. No, and ultimately that doesn't even really matter because in his mind they were they were associated with sex work. Um, and that's really what we're looking at. Like this guy's apparent excuse for this crime was sex addiction. So what he does is target Asian spas because in his head, there's a connection between Asian spas, Asian women and sex work and his sex addiction. Like there's a whole complicated web of connections there that connects Asians to that connects Asian women to sex, that makes Asian women disposable objects that can be killed as part of his narrative where he's trying to cure himself. Um, And the reason that this guy thinks this is not just because he came up with these ideas in his head. The reason this guy thinks this is because these ideas exist in the culture. These ideas of Asians as interchangeable, as Asian women as sex objects, as of Asian businesses being low class or spas being sex places. Um, and the reason these ideas exist in the culture is because of the history of the West's interaction with Asia. It's because of the history of American intervention in places like Korea and the Philippines. Um, it's because of the way that Asians have been disposable sources of labor, like disposable, faceless, interchangeable sources of labor for this country, going back basically to the beginning. Like It's like the U.S. going to Japan and forcing trade. Sure. Or like the fact that the, UNI- the U.S. like dropped an atom bomb on Hiroshima and Nagasaki and not Berlin. Like Asian yeah. life is disposable, and that is the story that our culture tells. And it, it's not that yeah. this guy came up with it on his own. This guy picked it up from the culture the way everybody picks it up from the culture, including, like, you and me. Like, we've internalized some of these ideas, too. And, like, what we've done in yeah. our adult lives is try to undo that. Like, there was a time in your life where you were like, 
I don't date Asian girls because they all because they all remind me of my mom. <laughs> yeah, I think that was an excuse for myself because I, you know, it's so interesting that you say that now because now that I'm like thinking retrospectively, it's like through the lens of America, it's like all Asians look the same there's really no individuality to these people it's like a monolithic group that comes from it's like how they kind of bucket all of us together right from filipinos chinese japanese taiwanese and such a nuanced culture it's like so it's so nuanced from country to country but through the lens of i guess like racism or whiteness or america or whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. um it's like deduced as like one thing. It's like a yeah a monolithic group sure. of people and that's that have migrated from the east. Exactly, um, and they yeah. offer X Y Z. They offer good food, um, submissive men, some sexual women, and they just kind of are there and they exist right. uh, beneath us, and they fill the crooks and corners. But they're quiet. They don't speak up, and we don't mm-hmm. you know we don't really have to pay attention to them. So that's that's really interesting because. I guess, like, if you go back to my 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 dating and my dating habits mm-hmm. when I was younger, a lot of it was me kind of trying to, I guess I wasn't thinking about it, like fighting against that so I can have a level of individuality because mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to just be a part of that narrative and just date an Asian girl and be this kind of, like, part of this monolithic group. No, I hear you, yeah. Um, so and like you were I I always thought that like and you were like always as loud as possible which I thought was like oh that's pretty cool yeah yeah um but that's what I I mean but that is what I mean I mean there are these narratives about who we are as Asians there are these stories about who we are and if all we do with this moment is be like oh stop being stop these individual acts of hate like then we've really missed our chance we've missed our chance to challenge the, these the, these narratives about us in the culture that feed into the bigger narrative of white supremacy and that's the that is the fight that we share with other persons of color including the I, black community i have a question okay. i have a question so do you feel like the asian american i guess situation and this kind of systemic racism against um people like us do you think that it's a blatant systemic racism or do you think it's like uh it's the do you think it's like blatant against asian americans or do you think it's more of um a product of just general system systemic racism where it's like white people versus all people of color do i think it's blatant like what do i think there's like, like... Do you think do you... Uh-huh, do you what? think do you, you you know like do you think it's like something where it's like um you know the white man specifically keeping Asian people down you know the like against the yellow oh. the yellow man okay or do you think it's more like our situation is a is a byproduct of systemic racism as a whole it's like the white man keeping everyone else down and this is just how it boils down that's that's what I'm asking is that makes okay sense? no I get I get what you're saying I I think the problem yeah. Um, I, I think very rarely is any kind of systemic violence, any kind of oppression or any kind of sin. I I don't think most of that is like intentionally perpetrated, but that doesn't mean 
that it's not evil. I think we're taught to think that evil can only come from individual choices. And like, we, we learn this from like, everything. Evil can come from neglect. Well, sure, but I mean that like generally we're taught that like evil comes from evil people making evil choices, and we're taught we like we we see that in the movies that we watch and the books that we read, mm, and in right. and in the in, in what's taught to us in churches. You know, sin is a result of your your individual choices, but I don't think that's a mm-hmm. good characterization. I think most of the time, uh, the ways that people are oppressed, we're oppressed because, uh, be, because evil is a condition of the world, because because sin is a condition of the world. Like, I don't think there's, I, I don't think in most instances there is, like, a Lex Luthor of racism who is like, how can I keep Asians down? I think most of the time it's like, oh, this movie's not going to make money if we put an Asian in it. I, I think it's, it's, it's deeply systemic. Uh, it, but that doesn't mean it's not evil. I see. I see. Yeah. You know what I mean? I see. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Okay. And, it's, and, it's, 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 yeah. it's in human nature. But yeah, sure. It's it's in it's in human nature. It's in nature. It's in the system. But just because it's natural doesn't mean it's good. I think we have. And it's a not unique in America. No, and not no. The idea of people not seeing other people as human is not uniquely American. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Does that make sense? Uh. It. Yeah. Well, then that makes me that you know what that. In a, in a way, in a way that makes me proud to be an, an American. Okay. Because at least here, we're allowed to have a platform to discuss this and push. I mean, it is bad. I mean, it's it's really bad. You know, it's like it's not a great situation for us. Um, it's it's. There's a lot of conflict, but at, at, at least here, like, we can at least try to do better. Uh, sure. I, I think that you can try to do better wherever you are. I mean, obviously, I don't know what that looks like if you're living in, like, France or whatever. I only know what it looks like living in America because I'm an American. But I think you can try right. to do better wherever you are. I think that's always true. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point, too. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's good that we're not, like, oppressed by an authoritarian government. Is that what you're saying? Like, we're not quite there yeah, yet. Yeah, more. Yeah, exactly. No, I get it. I hear you. That's what my mom would say. Yeah. Are you driving right now, or where are you talking to me from? Uh, I'm in my patio. Okay. A little balcony area. Um, so how, how have you, what do you feel like are the solutions or the steps? I guess from, let's, I guess, like, let's, if we bring it down to as an individual, what do you feel like are your steps and, you know, your contributions or, or, or what you want to put forth in, um, in, in both healing yourself as, as a person and like taking care of your own mental health as well as like the broader community. Right. What, oh yeah. What did you, what did you ask earlier? What's the purpose of, of direct action? What's the purpose of demonstrations? That's what you said, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, but I, but I took it back. So no, I don't. I don't think okay. you should take it back. I think that's a good question because a lot of people are like, "Why are these assholes holding up traffic?" And like, I totally get why people ask that. But the truth is, like, uh, direct direct action is extremely like useful. It like it raises visibility about an issue. 
also everybody that attends that action has the potential to be radicalized and inspired and do something else the direct action has to be part of a broader strategy for social change it can't be the only thing like if the only thing that is happening is people protesting that's not good enough but if it's part of uh of a bigger plan then then i think it's an it's a it's an essential tool um and that's what what like you're saying like what can you do individually i think there are a lot of things you can do individually but the most important thing you can do is be part of something that's bigger than you and hopefully like you are part of that demonstration and that demonstration is part of something that's bigger than it and that's connected to other things and like this freedom machine is working throughout the throughout the country maybe throughout the world who knows so in a way it's like by adding yourself and inserting yourself into these demonstrations it's like fighting the system it's like it's in a way it's like fighting the system by by trying to um create a system yeah exactly i mean i we we are sold a myth in america that like individuals can can make a can make a difference which i i mean is sometimes true but it's like none of us is superman you know, none of us is going to be able to rotate the Earth by ourselves. You have to be part no one, of something. Not else. everybody's Elon Musk. Sure, and even Elon Musk, I think, doesn't do as much as he thinks he does. <laughs> but I, I think, but all, we can. You can be part of something that's bigger than you, and if, and that's the only way that anyone can really affect change. Uh, so, like, I don't really have a problem if, like, the only thing that you can do is like repost something on Instagram. If that is like the extent of your contribution, I think that's fine. We should all be striving to do more. But, like, if that is the limit of what you're capable of, then do it, for sure. And if, like, all you can do is, like, attend a demonstration once in a while, like, if that's the limit of your capability, that there, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think everyone should do what they're able to do. And hopefully, yeah. part of something that's bigger than them. And, and, that, may, and keeps, yeah. that, that keeps us from fe- feeling burnt out and keeps us from feeling uh, overwhelmed. The thing is going to keep uh, okay. going without you. Uh, my last question for you, because I do have to go on a work call in six minutes. And I need a uh, shower. So how, how I've been feeling incredibly burnt out um, and unable to, like, really focus on work. But part of it is because it feels like there's bigger things happening in this world. Um, how have you been taking care of your mental health? How have I been taking care of my mental health? Do you even feel like you, there's a need for you to take care of your mental yeah, health? Yeah, for sure I do. Because, like, I mean, I do it with a therapist. Do you have a therapist? You should get one. No. I mean, yeah, you should t- definitely take is care of your mental health. Is it covered by health insurance? Uh, yeah, it is for me. I got ch- to check with my insurance company. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, uh, but, I mean, besides that, like, I, I, I don't know. This is nothing new, but, like, just let yourself rest, I guess. Like, and, and like that's it sounds like that's what you are doing because you're telling me like you want to have this conversation now but you n- might not want to have it after I take a shower and that's fine like if yeah. you don't always have to be ready to talk about it you can set up those boundaries and it sounds like you are so you know I appreciate I, I appreciate you telling me that like you want to talk about this now so I have to set up all my recording stuff because you won't want to do it in like an hour well I, if I did do it in an hour it, it just might be like less like I might, might, I would have might maybe like shut my brain down at that point and just been like, oh, I don't want to think about I this. Think that's I okay. I, it's okay to shut your brain down. It. That's fine. No. I think that's you. That's you protecting yourself. You know what you need. That's fine. 
Yeah, I just I need a not I need a I need a not go crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's good hearing a perspective. It's always it's nice because it sounds like you know this is bigger than just an individual attack. This is like it sounds like this just a a, a continued way for people to show their dominance over another race of people here in the u.s which is not new but it it is a new form of how they're expressing it but it's Mm -hmm. it's not a new feeling no it's Um, not it's an expression of something that's deeper and hopefully what we can do is turn people's attention toward that deeper thing which is white supremacy and the system of death in this country yeah but white supremacy has reigned so long across the world for too many years you know so it's like i guess let's focus on the next 1,000 years um, and and hopefully changing that. Uh, Okay, yeah. I I mean, that's a little ambitious. Maybe think about the next year. If you're worried about feeling overwhelmed, (laughs) just think about, like, what you're going to do in the next hour. Yeah, seriously. I think that's okay. I'm going to drink a glass of water. That's what I'm going to do. That's good. Start there. Yeah. All right. All right, buddy. I'll catch you later. It was good chatting with you. Yeah, likewise. Take care of yourself. Bye. See ya.